Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always, delighted to be spending our Saturday live with you, however you're listening to us, or if you're listening to us when we post on Monday, Tuesday. Thank you for listening then. Delighted to be with you. You can hear us many ways. The best way is to listen to us on wsradio.com. Just go to that site, click listen live when we're on the air live, or go to the archives, or listen in on any of the streaming services like iTunes, iHeartRadio, and such. And if you're so inclined into following us on Twitter, you can listen to us there as well. And Marsha, how is that? Different? Yeah, and if you're on Twitter, we're live streaming right now, and Valencia112, good to see you. Valencia's been our listener since, like, the beginning. We've watched her yeah. grow up. She was just exactly. She was just so young when she first started. Now, of course, she's still young, but <laughs> well, she was three when she started right? listening to exactly. us. Right, exactly. I think she just turned thirteen this year. But anyway, we're live streaming on Twitter hashtag Tech Radio from my account at Marsha Collier, and if during the show, which is from twelve to one p.m. every Saturday, you want to tweet to me with questions about the show, I'll answer during when Mark's talking or something like that. Or uh, tweet to me with the hashtag Tech Radio during the week, and I'll answer your questions, comments, and all that because we love doing the show. And please tell your friends to listen in the archives because we we love you. We love listeners. We do. We yes, it's our lifeblood, actually. So thank you. We're we're delighted. Uh, and how was your week? Um, you know, yeah, no, I built and I tweeted. Have I tweeted about it yet today? Not sure. If not, I'll tweet about it now. But I made a COVID stay-at-home timeline. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Which I tweeted I, it, retweeted it. Yeah, I which I see. I tweeted it this morning, and what it does, it's a countdown. From the last, first time that Governor Newsom issued a stay-at-home order, which was, right. let me see, uh, I'm checking. March something? Uh, yes, I tweeted it this morning at 11 a.m., and it was March 19th, 2020. Was yeah. I looked it up. I got it. So it's been 317 days, 13 hours, 2 minutes, and 37 seconds since we've been stuck at home. Forget stay at Seems home, longer. stuck at home. I think <laughs> it's house longer. arrest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I feel like it's been going on five years now. So You can access that tweet, hashtag tech radio, and I'll be tweeting it out throughout the week because, hey, even if you're not on Los Angeles time, you can take a look at it, convert it to your time, and it's just, it's just, it's too much. And now they've opened up Los Angeles where 25% right. capacity of stores that can have 25% capacity. I get, is that based on the fire marshal, you know, when they have that little sign, you know, only you know, I don't know what they actually based it on. I'm not really sure, but yeah, they've started to do that, which is, you know, certainly welcome to most people. Uh, but Thank you, goodness that, no, I was going to say that the uh, COVID cases have been dropping recently. Let's hope. Yeah, that's but they went up yesterday. The deaths went back up into the two hundreds yesterday. So yeah, um, our governor seems to have done this out of absolutely nowhere, because I checked the stats. Okay, what else is there to do, right? I checked the stats yeah. every day, and the deaths went up a little. But then again, those of you not in California, there's a big push to get rid of our governor. 
<laughs> to recall Governor Newsom. So yeah, I, right. I think that had something to do with the fact that he loosened Maybe. up things a little bit. And we can yeah. now eat in a restaurant in the outdoors. And we, I just, I can't, I just can't. What is the point of going to a restaurant and going and buying a fancy, expensive meal to either sit outdoors sitting in the cold? In the cold yeah, and it's or, very cold in L.A. right now. Or, so, or, or getting it in boxes to take home. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, really. No, it's a little crazy. Valentine's I had the strangest dream. Honestly, I, I had the strangest dream. This is for real. I had a dream last night where I was in a mall and everybody in the mall was unmasked, and people were coughing around me like crazy. You don't think that stuff gets into your head? Um, so, Look, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff going on. The thing is, I'd like to dress up again. I would like to wear a pretty dress again. Yeah, that would be nice. And Because, you know, that's part some of the things that I enjoy doing. Can't. I, yeah. Can't do you it. Know, it's really fun. Actually, our, our little uh, good friend, Candace Cameron, who sometimes co-hosts the show with us, she was posting on Facebook. She was doing like Good Morning America or something, and she got all dressed up. And she posted pictures of saying, you know what, I'm tired of sitting at home in my, you know, shorts. So she put on a dress and heels and the whole thing for her interview. Uh, so, yeah, people are getting tired of that. Everybody's getting tired of it. And it doesn't yeah. seem to stop. We're going to have... Uh a deep dive into the current vaccine situation after our first story, which has had yeah. me absolutely. This one. Yeah. You're fascinated by this story. I am, I am obscenely fascinated by this story. First of all, what you do to, is go to reddit.com slash R slash wall street bets. And this is a group of, let me see. Oh, on the mobile device, it tells you how many are on. All I know is last night at midnight, there were 500,000 people in this particular group. Mm. And you read it one by one. What these people are doing, long story short, is they find stocks. And I'm going to give you a few definitions here because I really needed to look it up. And this is not to be construed as financial information. This is tech news. We are not suggesting you do anything. It's just fascinating. Just fascinating. And Wall Street Bets has a Twitter account called at WSB Mod, M-O-D. So you can reach that. But anyway, so what these people started to do, and as you all know, the stock market has things called hedge funds. We all watch billions, right? And the, the hedge fund's always doing this. And the hedge fund's always doing that. And, and do we really know what a hedge fund is? So let me give you a definition. A hedge fund is a limited partnership of investors that uses high-risk methods, such as investing with borrowed money in hopes of realizing large capital gains. One of the things they do, Wade, and you can jump in and help me on this. One of the things they do is they buy shorts, not not Bermuda shorts, but they buy sh stocks saying that in one month they're going to be at this price. And you can buy those uh, options for a very reasonable price. Wade, do you want to tell us what shorts are? Yeah, well, it, it, you know, you you keep me constrained but let's you know kind of go back to the beginning stock is shared ownership in a company that's completely reasonable i decide to buy a stock because i think a company has value right and is going to be profitable 
People forget that Wall Street isn't about stock value. Right. Wall Street is about speculative future value of stock. So now we've got speculation crossing over with actuality. You know, what are the if we sold off the company, what it, would it be worth per share? And so there's this wiggle room that people make the money in. So you can step into that wiggle room and go, you know what? Even though the value of the company's X and the speculative future value of the company's Y, I think it's actually going to be lower than that. It's going to be you. And so I'm going to short the company. I'm going to promise to sell a stock at a lower price than what other people believe because I believe at that future date it's actually going to be worth that lower price. And wait, I want to add in, this is perfectly legal. It happens all the time. Yeah. And what often but, happens, uh, you can see all this data. It's all on the Internet. And you can see what companies and how many people and what kind of money is behind the fact that they believe the stock is going to go right way down. But I really just want to reinforce, but this is a speculative game, mm -hmm. right? Bu buying stocks on the stock market are speculating the stock's going to go up. It's no, There's no uh, uh, proof to this, right? It's right. speculation. And so shorting is simply speculating that the stock's going to go down. But the critical factor that ties into this story is if I'm speculating it's going to go up, there's no time constraints. But if I'm speculating it's going to go short, I'm picking a defined date that I'm saying all of this is going to come into actuality and legally I'm bound to execute on that defined date. And execute point. means you must buy. So let me throw in right here with what Wade is saying. This is called a short squeeze. And you'll be seeing this a lot on the Internet. A short squeeze occurs when a stock or other asset jumps sharply higher. The reason it jumps sharp, sharply higher is because traders, um, people want to buy stock in the company. That is what Wall Street Bets on Reddit is doing. There are people buying one share, even fractional shares, which we'll talk about. But when the stock price jumps higher, it forces traders who had bet that its price would fall to buy it in order to forestall greater losses. Now, yeah, when you, you buy a stock, it regardless. right? The, when you buy a stock, the price goes up. Now, the hedge funds scramble to buy only adds to the upward pressure on the stock's price. So you can take a stock, which it's no secret, uh, they've been messing around with GameStop, was like $20 a share, and I believe Friday it closed at $327. Uh, from what I read on Reddit, it went up as high as, you know, in the 500s, and, and you know, wait, it was amazing. Mark oh, Cuban's yeah. Mark Cuban's 11-year-old son made money on it. I saw a 16-year-old on the news who got his college fund from it, but I doubt that kid's going to need college. Um, these people are paying, and they show screenshots. Oh, yeah. I paid off $24,000 student debt, and they show a screenshot of it paid. Right. They show screenshots of their accounts. So this stuff isn't fake. These people are actually making money, oh, but yeah. this is not a game, and it's not something to be taken lightly. Right. Well, this is something you have to understand. But, 
And, and what I want to interject is, while it's not a game, you need to understand the psychology of Wall Street bets. But first, let me mention, as much as the stock market is supposed to reflect actual valuation, and this is all legal, <laughs> although, in my opinion, <laughs> right. the legality is questionable, the hedge funds found, because they control so much money, they could create their own reality by going in and shorting a company, causing its valuation to crash, and fundamentally creating the value or creating the reality that they wanted to be. So people need to understand historically, investors have been watching hedge funds choose to create their own profitable reality by shorting companies and forcing them into uh, stressful situations. But here's what people need to understand about Wall Street bets. A comedian once said, you know what? I changed my decision-making method. I no longer decide whether to do something by whether it would be smart or stupid, right or wrong. I choose by what's going to give me the best story. And what people need to understand is Wall Street bets is full of a bunch of young investors that like creating stories. They'll post stories about their big losses as much as about their big wins because it's about the story. So people need to understand Wall Street bets jumped into GameStop, again, a company that these millennials are familiar with doing business about games, so there's a little bit of a passion play there. Well, wait, wait. Yes. One guy took his pro- took some profit. Now they're saying don't sell for anything. Exactly. But he took his profit and he bought a bunch of um, uh, PS5s and he donated them to a hospital. There you go. So yeah, I, that's, the, a, that's nice. Right. Yeah. That's right. a good, but, that's but, a good but news. But people need to understand that Wall Street bets – and this whole GameStop thing isn't entirely a financial play. For many of them, this is their chance to be a pirate. This is their chance to flip a finger stick at the system. Stick it to the man. Stick <laughs> it to the man. So there's many of them that are going, I put 50 grand in. I'm willing to lose the entire 50 grand. But I, here, yeah, here, here is another thing, and Mark wants us to move on, but I just okay, want yeah, to Let's say, move on from this. Yeah, uh, let's go now, on to something. I understand else. you're uncomfortable, Mark. But one last thing. Some of these people are kids. Yes. These people are taking their bar mitzvah money, yes. buying one share of stock. And a lot of them were using a platform called Robinhood, which is owned by Citadel. Citadel happens to be one of the largest hedge funds in the country, which makes me question, why do they own Robinhood? Well, that could be because, and we saw screenshots on this Reddit thread, that once people were making these huge profits, they did not allow people to purchase more. They have limited some accounts to owning one, two, or five shares, which is crazy. So people are moving to Fidelity. People are moving to E-Trade. People are moving to all different places because Robinhood says you can't. You can't buy anymore. You can't up the price. And I find it, very, I was talking to Charles Payne from Fox News on Twitter. I, th- I just said, I thought it funny, you know. They want the price to go down. So whether this is all legal or any of this, I don't know. But it is legal to buy a stock. And all the people on Wall Street Bets say, I like this stock. I am not a financial analyst. They say that over and over and over again to protect themselves. 
So it's fascinating. And if you want to follow it, it's at reddit.com slash r slash Wall Street Bets. The only uh, thing I will say is Reddit is a very interesting site. They do a lot of things on Reddit. I mean, there's a lot of gaming stuff on Reddit, not in relation to this, but a lot of gaming stories. You know, if you're playing a video game, you'll find conversations about that. You can basically find conversations about anything on Reddit. Yeah, uh, it's I a really help a lot interesting of, uh, site. there's a eBay forum when people will post they have problems. And then I yeah. take my big mouth to Twitter with screenshots and yeah, I try to exactly. help people out. And I've been very successful. So I've been being active on Reddit in other ways. So this is just there's something on Reddit for everybody. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting site. Uh, OK, so moving on. Uh, COVID-19. COVID yeah, to <laughs> the COVID-19 updates. Um, and you had some stuff and I had some stuff. Uh, well, you go with Google one. Maps. I've been yakking. Well, yeah, Google, well, Google Maps will start displaying soon COVID-19 vaccination sites. I'm not really 100% sure that you need that on Google because when you sign up for a vaccine, they direct you to the site that you're, you know, that you're signing up for. Well, you know, so Mark, and what's also so confusing is I found the state site to get appointments and I helped out right. a bunch of neighbors. But yeah. L.A. County has its own site, which barely even works. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a just a terrible thing. And now if you're trying to get your first appointment, you basically can't get it because they've reserved all the vaccine for the people that are getting their second appointment. So, you know, uh, now they're just about to approve the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. We, yeah. Which uh, I was going to talk about that soon. Yeah, uh, so Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 single-shot vaccine is shown to be 66% effective in preventing moderate and severe disease in a global phase three trial. So just remember that right. number, 66% of effective. The vaccine is 85% effective overall at preventing hospitalization and death in the mm -hmm. regions in which it was tested. But here's the bad news. Its efficacy against moderate and severe disease ranged differently in different countries. It was 72% yeah, in the U.S., 66% in Latin America, and 57% in South Africa. And when you're talking about the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccines, uh, they're, uh, I think it's 92 and 95. And one of the problems we had, I saw on the news last night, one of the pods that were inoculating people with the vaccine ended the day with a thousand do uh, doses left over. And yeah, the, it's very strange. And the nurses went out there because there's always a line of people waiting for any leftover doses, and they had a right. thousand exactly. extra doses to give out. So this yeah. says to me, you know, we have the vaccine. It's just not being distributed properly. Yeah, my uh, actually my sister-in-law, who is a uh, nurse practitioner, told me that they that there are people that wait around the hospital to the end of the day to you know not not right now it's you know healthcare workers and uh, essential workers and people over 65 so anyone under 65 at this moment can't get the vaccine but they will give it to you if you're waiting in front of the hospital and because by the end of the day they don't want the vaccines to go bad of course so they will give them out to people that are not under the the current listing so you know you might want to look into that in your local area if you're 55 or 25 or whatever age you are that want to get it as soon as you can well interesting you, you mentioned the age 65 
um, the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is what they're using in Europe, and this right. is what my fa- my seniors in my family in England got. Now, Germany says they will not give AstraZeneca's COVID-19 yeah. vaccine to people over 65 because there's no data to say it works in people. Right, exactly, which is pretty uh, frightening, uh, I have to tell really? you. Really? I mean, crazy? Um, yeah. And they're going to keep tweaking the vaccines. I think everybody in the end is going to be taking shots over and over again to keep up with the changes. Because remember the flu, you get a flu shot. Oh, every year. Yeah. But that was only something like 50 something percent of the going to work because the va- right. the virus has changed. Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, my daughter and son and future son-in-law uh, both took flu shots and both got the flu. Not right. not as a result of the shot. Yeah. I yeah, I always do too. So I gave up on the flu shot. But this is, you know, if you get on the chain, you're going to have to probably keep up on vaccinations for oh, the next will, yeah. decade because they say oh, this sure. stuff is not going to go away. I just want to get out of the house. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We just, you know, and and so the question is, do you continue to wear your mask? Of course. uh, Even after you've been vaccinated. Well, even after you've been vaccinated. Well, because they said if you're with somebody who has a variant, maybe even a variant that people don't know about, you can still catch it even if you've been vaccinated. So masks may be the fashion of the future. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> They've already been, since this happened, all kinds of crazy uh, masks. I got uh, from the Lakers uh, two Laker masks to wear, you know, so uh, there's a bunch of uh, funny and funky stuff out there. Yeah, and, uh, I got a mask from a pharmacy in Israel that I do business with, and it has like the American flag and the Israeli flag on the side oh, of funny. it. It's, it's adorable. Oh, cute. But- Oh, this cute. is something that's not going away. We're going to keep you up to date on it. And don't forget to yeah. check my timeline uh, on yeah, this. exactly. And Mark, okay. if I ever get yeah. a pacemaker, you, you want to keep yeah, your iPhone away from strange, me? I mean, I'm telling you, this is, this is another in the weird of uh, weird stories. Weird science. Apple, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Apple's warning customers that smartphones could interfere with medical devices, including pacemakers. Apparently, the magnets on all four iPhone 12 models, as well as the mag accessories, which are the charging accessories, uh, contain more magnets than prior iPhone models. Uh, They say they don't pose a greater uh, risk of magnetic interference with medical devices more so than earlier models, but they're warning people to just keep the phone a safe distance away from medical devices devices, which is six inches apart or 15 inches apart when charging. So in other words, now we have to socially distance from our iPhones if you have a pacemaker. So it's such a crazy story. And yeah, the last thing you want to do is have, uh, uh, you know, a, a defibrillator implanted in your chest and your iPhone. I, I honestly think they're going to have to fix this. That's, oh, by yeah. the well, way, I don't know how they fit. Yeah. Tweep crew saw our post on Twitter and said, I had to tune in for this episode. So there you go. Oh, well, this is big and where have time. they been on the other episodes? They're but all the, equally as great. But maybe they listen to the archives, <laughs> yeah. but this one was... Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, so anyway, so yeah, so if you, if you happen to have some kind of medical device implanted that would be affected by a magnet, be very careful and keep the phone away from wherever that device on your body is, which, you know, will freak you out anyway, because most of us hold our phones in our hands. And while I think well, I'm just holding now, so I probably keep it, you know, 12 inches away from my body. 
anybody. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, fortunately, I don't have any of those things in, implanted in me, but, uh, but I would a lot of be people really do. Careful. And if you consider yeah. the amount of like Apple watches that tie to iPhones that the insurance companies are pushing out to senior citizens and the right. amount of pacemakers that are being implanted more and more and more, uh, something's got to yeah. be done. Another also, another thing, uh, avoid keeping credit cards, security badges, passports, fobs between your phone and your charger because that could strip the, uh, the information passports, off your Passports, that's uh, charming. Could you imagine? Yeah, isn't that, yeah, By the way, one thing back to the, back to the COVID thing. Um, yeah. Have you seen the COVID identification card that says you've gotten the shot? Uh, the one they no. sign when people get the oh yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. have you wondered why they didn't make it wallet size and they make it this big stupid thing that you, I don't know maybe oh that's it, interesting it maybe it fits in a passport but eventually you're going to have to carry it around everywhere so yeah that's, that's another great thing from the CDC thanks bunches for a thing that wouldn't fit yeah. in people's wallets. That's funny. That's really interesting. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, interesting. Now, five G boxes are coming to people's home. What does that mean? This is insane. I was reading the Houston Chronicle because I read anything these days. Yeah. Right. And people want five G, and people want five G in their homes. And if you live in a suburban neighborhood that does not have poles, they have to put the radios somewhere. And the radios for five okay. G are not small. They're about the size as I'm looking at a picture of a standard old-fashioned mailbox with something mm -hmm. really ugly on the side that looks like an electric meter. And okay. they are, Verizon is putting these 5G data boxes on the, what is it called? The the walkway, the freeway. It's You've got your house lawn, then there's a sidewalk, and then there's a little bit of strip of something that has trees and lawn that this yeah, belongs yeah, yeah. to the city. Parkway you don't. Something. You yeah. do not own that. That's right. Stuff can be put on that all day and all night. So people, I'm looking at this thing, and it must be four by five by four by three, plonked in front of their house. Really damages the curb appeal. I'm telling you. But that's yeah, what five G is going to get us. Well, there you go. All right, we'll be back shortly. By the week coming up. Tell your friends. Have stuff. them join us on Twitter. We're live hashtag Tech Radio or on all the podcast networks. So coming up, we have some fun stuff about a Porsche Lego set, Google Map Tricks. You're going to love it. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade Taylor, and Kurt Boothman on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click, print, and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 